generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Change karaoke. I'm a massive fan of the saxophone, eh? Are you? Yeah, I can't play it. But yeah, I just I like its noise. It's not something you really hear much in New Zealand, eh? Nah, not really. Playing the sax. Yeah. You're listening to another episode of the Keep the Change podcast, where we're always going to surprise you with a cheeky intro, but what we wouldn't be surprised with if you stop for five seconds and actually give this a five-star review or subscribe to the podcast as well. Then we're a high a chance of getting this content in front of more people to help them improve their financial literacy, and then we can have a better country. <laughs> Do you know that the Tesla has karaoke, so you can pick a song and it will play the lyrics so you can sing along to it? The Tesla's got everything, mate. It does. <laughs> it really does. Hey, if you want 10% off a Tesla, <laughs> say keep the change at your local dealer and they'll go, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this is a very, very quick podcast. This is two books that I think would be very worthwhile you reading in 2023. Now, these two books will dramatically change your life and they could be a book that you want to read in January you want to read it again in June July and then you want it again a want to again read it in December-ish now Mikey doesn't know what these two are um, but he will be familiar with a couple of them now well sorry of the the second one because I sent a photo that I was listening to it now this first one is called change your paradigm change your life this is from Bob Proctor, and you can listen to this on an audio book. Might cost you twenty bucks. Is is it spoken by Bob, Bob Proctor? Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. He's got that. He's got that. The uh, voice, doesn't he? The voice of a the voice of a preacher. Yeah. yeah, he's good. And this dude has studied a lot of the older people that had great literature, and then he's put his swing on it throughout his years. But extremely it's, abundant thinker. Bingo. And I'll read you a quick piece from this Amazon website. So when you're doing something that's out of the ordinary, your mental programming, your paradigm will try and stop you. And it's something we often talk about, sort of like the thermostat, and you'll hear examples of this. If you want to win, you must keep going. Your paradigms may be masked in complacency, fear, worry, anxiety, insecurity, self-doubt, mental hurry, and self-loathing. The result is keeping you stuck, locked in a box, and starved of your dreams and your ambitions. To change your life, you must change your paradigm. I don't recall ever learning about... I don't even know what the fuck a paradigm is. I'm going to get the definition up soon, but I don't ever remember learning about this in school. <laughs> no. 
The change is not easy, but it's worth it, and the results are lasting. Bob Proctor will show you his proven methods for doing so. This book will synthesize the decades of study, application, and teaching to, one, explain what paradigms are and how they guide you and move you and make you. Two, teach you teach you how to identify your paradigms. Three, show you how to make your own paradigm shift. Four, help you transform your finances, health, and lifestyle when you change your paradigm. Five, guide you on how to replace a paradigm that doesn't serve you well and with a new one that frees you to create the life you really want. Mm. And I, I think this is what you're looking at at the moment a lot where you're going, oh, you're setting way bigger goals, you're thinking scale and stuff, mm. and you've got to actually go out and basically change your paradigm to one, realize that you can do it, and then B, get yourself on the path. Then start taking the action and building it, yeah. Yeah, and in this book, there's this really interesting part where he briefly touches on goal setting, and I will fuck it up, not perfectly, so this way you need to go listen to the book and, and sit down and take some notes. Don't just listen to this like a podcast, and be like, oh yeah, I listened to that. Like This can change your life, mm. and... This is often, you'll be able to go, oh, that's what happened when I watched that person when they became an Olympic medalist or they become Valerie Adams or they become really wealthy. You realize, like, oh, okay, they changed their paradigm. Now, in the goal-setting part, there's this really interesting piece where it says how most of us will go, right, I want a, uh, a Porsche, right? So to get that Porsche, I'm going to have to do X, Y, Z. And he explains that's a lazy person's way to do goals because you already know what you need to do. Mm. So it is very easy for you to actually achieve that. But what you want to do is set a goal where you're like, I want to have fucking something that you just cannot fathom how you would have it. And that's Mm. how you want to set a goal because you shouldn't know how you can do it yet because you change as a person when you actually go and do all the work to figure out how to actually get it. Now, for me... With Next Advisory, for instance, we're like, we're going to um, try and get to a million dollars in turnover and we'll do that in five years and whatnot. But we didn't know how mm. or like what we were going to charge people, how we're going to get those clients, who the people would be when we're finally doing it, all that stuff. Now, when Phil and I are like, oh, we could go towards two million turnover, I'm still like, well, that's a fucking really, like for me, the way my brain works, I'm like, that's a really low standard goal for me because I know exactly how to do that. Yeah, just repeat. Yeah, I'm not really going to learn anything. <clears throat> so then I'm like, if we want to go to 10 million in turnover, I'm like, okay. like Might have to spice a few things up there. Yeah, but maybe a, like 100 million in turnover, if that's actually what I wanted to do, mm. is a better goal because then I've got to figure out how to mm. do that and... And, and then actually go on and work towards doing that. Because you know for that. a fact that what gets you to a million can't get you to a hundred million. Yeah. So you've got to figure out other things, which mm. is the learning and the journey. Yeah. So Bob will break through the myth that many people have about success, that long hours and hard work are sufficient to achieve lasting success. Because without, the change, without changing your paradigm, no amount of hard work and long work hours will make a measurable lasting difference in your success. Once you go through Bob Proctor's paradigm shift process, you will expose yourself to a brand new world of power, possibility, and promise. The reason I'm giving you this book to read is because recently we did a podcast about the types of mindsets, poor, middle class, and wealthy. Now, changing your paradigm can determine what type of mindset you'll end up having and potentially what you will bring back to you in life and what you'll be able to go after. But without understanding how this shit works, we end up back in the same place. And this is why people will be... 100 kilos most of the time and then they will go 
nah, I, I really want to get back to like 80 or something and they'll go on some diet and they'll do that for a bit and then all of a sudden like they'll see themselves gradually getting back towards that 100. Then like, oh, now I'm going to try the keto diet or whatnot. And it's the concept of the paradigm. So that's why you really want to try and like understand this and figure out, okay, how could you use this to your advantage? And this is why often I talk about I could only get to around ten, twelve thousand, fifteen thousand dollars in savings, and I w- I couldn't get past that mm. because that's where I was stuck, and I'd set that. And so to break that, I had to a believe that it was possible to do more, and then actually see myself as having a hundred thousand dollars, like ten times bigger the goal, and then going on that journey to actually do it. Now, we can all benefit from this because the other day a mate of mine sent me. Uh, a house up at Omaha on the front uh, beachfront. And he's like, this is a bit of you, mate. And I thought about you because you recently have been going and tasting yeah. some different properties, me haven't and, you? Me and Taylor went and drove around and had a look at like, mm. let's just decide what like what's possible and let, let's go have a little... I, I love tasting the future. Yeah. I, fa- I found that very... Uh, it's just been very helpful to me. Like renting the Lamborghini, staying yeah. in the gangster apartment in the Gold Coast. You know, they, these are one-off experiences, but really I'm trying to taste of what my future might look like. So we went and looked at a massive house in, in the nice. area the other day that was gangster ass. <laughs> so this property, I was thinking, yeah, like I've always thought and can picture in my head being in a white beachfront property. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking maybe that's the one. But there's been a few where I'm like, maybe that is the one. Yeah, yeah. But I, I went to the Omaha that week. I said to him, I was like, mate, I'm about to go up there house sitting. And I actually walked past this exact house not many weeks ago and said yeah. to Taz, I was like, fuck, look at that place. That's pretty epic. Yeah. S- you know? <laughs> and I said to the people I house it for who are not on the beachfront, I said, oh, that there's a house for sale. And they're like, we know the one because everyone knows everything in Omaha, right? Yep. And they're like, oh, what? that would have to be $8 million at a minimum, you'd think, wouldn't it? And I was like, I don't know. And they're like, oh, easily $8 million plus. Mm. And I'm thinking fuck, I knew it. Like, I knew the goal to have a million dollars still isn't going to cut it. Yeah. You know, like, if I truly want a beach house, yeah. I'm now like, well, the goal's got to be bigger. And then I get to do the math. Will I actually get to the point where I have the ability to buy an $8 million home? By the time I get there, it's probably going to be more again. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I've got to change my paradigm and the way I do things in order to actually achieve that. And what this book teaches you is that often these things that we want, they already exist, much like this house. So that house is actually already there. It's waiting for me to go and claim it. But I can't go and claim it until I deserve the right to be able to do it. Yeah. So someone's already built it. Someone's already put it on the on the mm. earth. And it's not like that's impossible. No. Because it's there. It's literally, I could roll in there now, knock out the owner and be like, fuck off, <laughs> this is my place, <laughs> and live there for potentially 24 hours until I come get arrested, yeah. and I'm done, <laughs> or I can figure out, how can I get that? And at the moment, I think, with the path that I'm on, I probably, like, if I just did the same as what I did in 2022, for the next 40 years, I might be able to do that at 70, or something, <laughs> and, and do it like, and pay for it in one go, rather yeah. than using debt. So then I'm like, what other solutions are there? Is it debt? You know, is it actually that place? Do I need to be doing that? Do I need to change the way that I'm living, etc.? But this book will help you understand a lot of that. And mm. it will, it's it's decades of research of really getting your head around this shit. And it's stuff that you don't get taught. We just get given the, hey, 
was setting a goal to do 15 minutes of silent reading. That ties in nicely to goal setting. Oh, you could be anything you want to be, but you should go to uni and get a student loan to be able to do that. <laughs> um, hey, you deserve to own a home, so here's a loan straight away and you can use some... <laughs> like, it's just... There's not real big type thinking teaching in New Zealand, and this is a good book for it. Yeah. The second one is a book I come across called Outwitting the Devil. I don't know this one. Now, this is very, very interesting and intriguing. Now, this is a sort of book that will help you to see how people think and teach you to think. Napoleon Hill. Name ring a bell? Yeah, who's that? Yeah, so Think and Grow Rich. quotes, I think. Yeah, 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 very. Oh, yeah. So Napoleon Hill, probably in a good way to look at it, he he would research a number of the really smart, wealthy, successful type people back in the day, 100 years ago, and try and figure out like how they've done this. Mm. So I would compare him to like a, like a modern-day Joe Rogan, effectively. Mm. Go and interview these people and have all these fascinating conversations, then distill it all, and you can go and learn from it if yep. you want to. Now, I wrote a book called Think and, Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. It's one of the most referred to books in terms of development and changing the way you think and whatnot. And anyway, he wrote this book called Outwitting the Devil. Now, this was written in 1938. Whoa. Yeah. They'd, so we had the Great Depression... From pretty much 1930 through to 1945. So it's right back smack bang in the middle. Nearly 100 years old. Buzzy, eh? Yeah. So however, it hasn't been out since 1938. So what this book is, is Napoleon Hill interviewing the devil and finding out from the devil, how have you fucked the way that people think so much? How have you done this? So obviously, like back... Then it's got to be politicians, doesn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> if they were to release this, yeah, there was fear that he would be wiped out. So it's like the modern oh, day really? sort of. So they said, "We can't let you do this." Wow. Mm. So the script remained. The book didn't come out. Oh, mate, tell me more. Yeah, <laughs> I think you'll like this one. Yeah, this sounds really interesting. Um, so. I'll read this description from this website. So it says, Napoleon Hill's Outwitting the Devil, The Secret to Freedom and Success Secrets from the Vault, written in 1938, revealed today an official publication of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. Napoleon Hill was one of America's great influential thinkers who continues to have an enormous impact today. That's from Steve Forbes, editor-in-chief of Forbes magazine. Best-selling author Napoleon Hill reveals the seven principles of good that allow us to triumph over our obstacles and find success. Using his legendary legendary ability to get to the root of human potential, Napoleon Hill digs digs deep to reveal how fear, procrastination, anger, and jealousy prevent us from realizing our personal goals. Remember, this is 1938. Wow. So you can take all your bullshit that you're worried about at the moment and think, fuck, pretty similar to what was going on in 1938. This long-suppressed parable, once considered too controversial to publish, was written by Hill in 1938, following the publication of his classic bestseller, Think and Grow Rich, annotated and edited for a contemporary audience by Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Three Feet from Gold co-author Sharon Lecter, the book is now available in paper, is profound, powerful, resonant, and rich with insight. Now, there's more on this book in here if you want to go and dig it out, but have a Google and see. Religion and shit might not be a cup of tea. doesn't matter. I just, I'm legit going like, to get yeah. this on the, in the ears, eh? This is a goodie. So the, the fucking epic <laughs> thing about this, so written in 1938, right? We're not releasing it. 
too controversial. You could be murdered. You could be cancelled. Like modern day, you'd be cancelled for sure, writing yeah. something like this. Um, and then he, he died. His wife had it, the script. She's like, nah, not when I'm here. You're not putting that shit out. Wow, really? Yeah. So the kids get it. Wow. So then it's because it's part of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. The kids yeah. get it. 2011, they're like, let's get this shit out there. Wow. So they roll the book out in 2011. So the book's actually been out for coming up, well, over a decade now, but I had never really heard about it, and I stumbled across it, and I thought, oh, this is interesting. I had a quick Google on my book thing, and I was like, oh, okay. And I won't ruin it for you, uh, but there's a bit in there about sort of, you know, why humans are procrastinating, all these types of things, but... Ruin a bit of it for me. Yeah, he, he's basically asking the devil, how did you get so many people to conform to just go through Crap. life? Yeah. To just go through life not thinking... Without awareness. <laughs> yep. Not make, not questioning anything. Mm. And the beauty of this book is that you listen to it in 2020, whatever year you're listening to this podcast, so 2023 now, and you think, all of this shit is so applicable right now. Yeah, timeless. But this book was written in 1938, <laughs> and that's where it's so interesting. You think... You know, they Bloody all be, humans, eh? Yeah, We've always just, been the same. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's some really interesting things in there where it's, it, it comes back to fear and how we'll send kids to school and instead of teaching them how to think, we're like, no, no, you need to memorise this stuff. Mm. You know, we don't, we don't need to hear your opinions. This is the right, this is the wrong. We'll tell you whether you've passed this or not. And we just start to, at a very early age, just right, no, you've just got to, just conform this way and then we tell people like very early on hey uh, if you are a bad person you're probably going to go to hell so then you're living in fear freaking mm. out fuck you know I don't like I don't want that to happen and you may or may not believe that but it is com- like quite common teaching here in New Zealand so you're instantly into that sort of fear valley of like oh shit and then if you read Think and Grow Rich there's a lot about how uh, one of the things that uh, humans and, and people most worry about is death and fear because from an early age we're freaked out that we don't know what the fuck happens mm. and so then we're sort of like oh I don't want to rock the boat too much because I'm not like I'm scared to go over yeah. there and so you sort of like start to learn some of that so <laughs> then there's all these different since this book's come out it's sort of who, did he actually interview someone is he talking is the devil like the system is it is it the government is it you know like what is the mm. devil uh, some people believe that he actually spoke to the devil, and it's a it's a genuine word for word interview. Mm. So, who cares? Like what, you know, all of that. Just consume the content, and the outcome from it is basically, as you'll learn very early on in the book, is that really only two percent of people in the world will ever stop to think for themselves, and ninety eight percent of people will just fall into the trap of of really? what, of what they call drifting. Mm. 10%. Yeah. So it may be be higher now. And this is why they wanted it released because they wanted the number to be more than 2%. But basically, 2% will question what's going on. They'll try and change their life, but then they'll still fuck it up. Because what will happen is they will go, right, something's broken here. I'm going to think differently. They'll get themselves away from sort of all of the mess mm. and the, and the, what they call in this book drifting. So they become a non-drifter, but then they'll get too keen on the material things or whatnot. And the devil's like, and I get them again. 
I get them back. Oh yeah, yeah, and they get it, and they get an alcohol or a drug addiction, or um, they they spend all their money on just like stupid material things. They never actually feel what it is to have a proper life and all this stuff. And so then you ask them, well, like, what does that mean? You know, what is that? And what, like, why are we here? And blah blah blah. So it's just fascinating to think that someone in 1938, you know, this dude could be cooked out of his brain making up this book. I don't know. His name's Napoleon. Yeah, that's a pretty. Shit! Imagine if he was a podcaster right now. Oh, mate! Good marketing, eh? Yeah, yeah. I was just that was going through my head just then. Like, imagine if thinking the guy who interviewed and did Think and Grow Rich in this was in the modern era with social media. Oh, Napoleon Hill would be gigantic. Well, he'd probably get killed. I'd say so. Yeah, some of, he'd be too powerful probably in yeah. terms of like. Yeah, he'd have too much of a following. There's people who build social media accounts off the back of his reputation. I've seen them, yeah. It's like quote, like quote accounts yeah. and stuff like that with like millions and millions of followers. And do you know what those people do that own those accounts? They sell advertising. Yeah. Buzzy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's crazy, eh? Yeah. So they use other people's content from like 100 years ago and then that's, build up a following. That's, and that's the best part is that nothing's changed. Yeah. We've, we've had an industrial revolution, a technology revolution, an information revolution – and nothing's changed. And a lot of humans these are still humans. Yeah. yeah. So two books for you that I think can really improve your 2023. Um, Bob Proctor in the Change Your Paradigm, Change Your Life. He says, and I often see this, people will be like, I'm going to read 100 books this year. You know, oh, you're going to get through two a week. And he's like, that's stupid. You should read a, a one book 100 times, not 100 books once. Yeah, I'm a big believer in that yeah. sort of zero down focus, get real good at something mentality. Mm. And, you know, you think about it, it's one thing that school got right. It was like repetition, 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 repetition. But they just taught you the wrong shit because mm. then the world changed. You're like, well, I didn't need to learn the colors of all of the flags and then repeatedly <laughs> do it because I can now Google it and yeah, it comes yeah, up on yeah. Google Image Search. Yeah. So, but but now we're like, oh, more is better. I'll read 100 books. But you um, but you always ask those people, oh, what did you learn from, which, which book did you read in week one? Oh, I can't remember. Hmm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> what was the point? Yeah. So maybe think about that repetition, but they'll, they'll, you know, you'll learn about that in the paradigm book as well. So there you go. Two books. Uh, one is called Outwitting the Devil from Napoleon Hill. And maybe listen to the audio book because you get to, there's a different tone between the interviewer and then the devil. So the devil's voice gets deeper. Oh, so you cool. can tell who's who. Yeah, and then uh, the Bob Proctor one. I think I can't it's like, read anyway, mate. So I'll have to. <laughs> yeah, perfect. It's probably only like two and a half hours. It might be seven page, uh, seventy-seven pages, I think, for the change your paradigm, change your life, and I think those can dramatically help some people out there in two thousand twenty-three, especially if you're trying to change the way that you live and figure out why things are happening the way that they do and why they continue to do the exact same as they seem to have done the year before. <laughs>